Is revival actually sweeping our nation? And have you heard about the secret talks between the Jews and the Palestinians? And based on a statement from 11 months ago, Biden's actions says we are in World War III. And will we see Middle East peace or World War III in 2023? All of this and more today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. There's been some secret talks between the Israelis and the Palestinians, and of course there's a lot of World War III talk. So we're going to talk about those two topics today. But before we do, we are happy to have with us Pastor John Hargrove. Uh, Doug and I were prepping for the show about 30 minutes before we... We're going to start, and he called me about something, and uh, Doug, you said, you ought to ask, you said this, right? Yeah. Hey, you ought to ask him, come on the show, and I'm sitting there going, I think you're right, Doug, and yeah. you know, we try to be spirit-led people, right. and sometimes things just work out. Uh, Pastor Johnny was actually on his way here, and so one thing led to another. He told me he was wearing a t-shirt, and he <laughs> was, but he had a button-up, too, so yeah. we said... Uh, you know, Pastor Johnny, why don't you join us for this first segment? We can talk about revival because there's a lot that's going on about revival. Mm -hmm. And uh, Pastor John Hargrove um, is also a prophet. Now, he won't go around proclaiming that, but he speaks into my life personally. He spoke into Doug's Mind life you. personally. Mm -hmm. And um, hundreds of people look to him as a prophet in their life. And so uh, we're honored to have you, Pastor Johnny. You've been around in time for a long time. Yeah, I have been around in time for... A long time, Vince. Been around in time since 2000, uh, and it's been an incredible season and time for me in my life. And I am confident that God is powerfully ordering all of our footsteps in a dynamic way. Amen. Amen. And you started within time. You started teaching Bible studies in early 2000, or yes. It was in August of 2000 okay. when I started teaching the End Time Bible Studies. And you still host one today? Still host one. We'll be hosting one this evening. Uh, around 30 students will attend this evening and we'll be studying the destiny uh, of Israel. God's yeah. given destiny for the nation of Israel. So there you go. If you're in the uh, Garland area, the North Dallas area, uh, Pastor Johnny hosts an End Time Bible Study. So if you're in this area, it's a great one to join. Now, Doug, we have revival going on in Asbury and really all over the world. Right. It's not just in Asbury, but yeah. that's kind of the highlight of the news stories today. Yeah. And you said we need to talk about revival with Brother Johnny. So what are you thinking? Well, I mean, absolutely, Vince. We've got all these reports coming from Kentucky about this revival, Brother Johnny. And we've talked to other uh, pastors that have been there and some that have sent other people from their church there just to to you know, see what it's like and, and what's really happening there and if it's authentic and all the reports are coming back. It is authentic. It's amazing what's going on. But it's not really a surprise, is it? Not a surprise at all, Doug. I think it's pretty cool. You mentioned being spirit-led, Vince, and I was on the phone this morning with a pastor friend of mine who is there in Asbury, mm -hmm. and he's been going multiple nights over to uh, the seminary there, mm -hmm. been involved in the services, and powerful moves of God. That's great. Uh, students are receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost 
signs and wonders are being fulfilled in those services. They are trying to bring uh, a close to some of the services, but as they attempt to bring a close to the services, this revival is moving out of the building, out onto the lawn. That's and awesome. so they are in the process of transferring location, yeah. but the Spirit of God, you don't move it from location to location. <laughs> right. It fills the earth. Yeah. And that's why we believe that we are seeing the end time revival that the scriptures prophesy to us. They boldly declare this is where we're at. Yeah. This is kind of a Christianese term, you know, revival. Like yeah. What does that really mean in, in 2023? Is it, is it just like this prayer stuff that's going on in Asbury or is there more to revival than that? There's definitely more to revival than that, Vince. I believe what we are seeing is a direct result of the prophecies that end time has been teaching to us for years. Jesus tells us in Acts 2, 17, that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Mm -hmm. What we are seeing in Asbury is fulfillment of, fulfillment of Bible prophecy and the way that the spirit is being poured out. We are seeing that as a direct result of individuals one-on-one -on -one preparing themselves to see this. And so the revival that we are seeing is a direct result of people that have aligned themselves to the scriptures and have been praying and fasting earnestly for this to fill the earth. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that we've seen ripples of revival for a long time because we talked the other day about uh, what happened in 2013 when, uh, when I was born again and received the Holy Ghost and everything. Uh, it was a small revival at that point. There were 30-something people that got yes. uh, baptized that night. And, uh, you know, I received the uh, Holy Ghost that night. And it's the first time it had ever happened. I told Vince, you know, I had come from a background that we didn't really preach on that and talk about it. It was felt more like that was for the apostles in their time and not for this time. But do you believe what's happening right now and what we're going to see here shortly is this is going to spread and that we're just going to see an outpouring of the Holy Ghost like you mentioned in Acts 2, 17, where God's going to do it upon all flesh, not mm -hmm. just here in the United States, but it's going to happen worldwide. You think we're close to that time now? I'm confident that yeah. we are close to that time. I don't believe that is by no means accident that we are seeing it strategically at this time. Mm -hmm. So I am confident that this is what Jesus said would happen we're hearing it noised all around the world, not just here in America, but some of the greatest revivals that mankind has ever witnessed, it's happening right now. Yeah. So I, I'm confident that it is right now. Yes, sir. Well, I agree with you. Pastor Johnny, I, I told everyone here that, that you're a prophet, and I know that you don't necessarily care for me saying that, but <laughs> um, knowing how you pray, knowing how you see things, you're looking beyond denominational lines. You're looking at people and the spirit that's in them. And we've talked about that just today. Um, as you look at 2023, what's the Lord been speaking to you that's, that's out there for truth seekers? Vince, I'm going to tell you what the spirit of the Lord has been speaking to me. I use the term a whole lot mind-boggling. <laughs> but what, what Jesus is speaking to me, I, I'm sharing with so many pastors uh, and other disciples that are in my life, I've never spiritually been where I'm at right now. I've never seen in the spirit realm what I'm seeing right now. I've never heard what I'm hearing the spirit speak to me. Specifically this morning, God was speaking to me that I'm going to astound the earth with my visitation because 
people have aligned themselves to, to this outpouring. And so what I'm hearing the Spirit of the Lord saying, that there are waves that are getting ready to sweep the earth. And we will see, I prophesied recently, that 2023 will be a year of the miraculous. There will be signs and wonders. We're seeing miracles, physical miracles. Mm -hmm. We're seeing the greatest miracle like no other generation seen it, and that's the outpouring of God's Spirit upon all flesh. How do, how do people get involved in that, whether they're Catholic or Baptist or whatever they are? The way that everyone gets involved with it and gets connected to it is it's through a personal altar in their lives mm -hmm. every day. Preferably morning time. They can start right now. They can start right now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for Amen. joining us, Pastor Johnny. It's a delight to have you. We'll be right after. We'll be back right after this break to talk about the coming war or peace. So don't go anywhere. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 in time. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. And wow, Doug, what a powerful first segment. It really was. That was. Yeah, encouraging too to just, I mean, it, you could feel the Spirit of God here while we had Brother Johnny here and we were just talking about revival. I, you know, you could just feel it. And I do believe it's getting ready to bust out. So praise Absolutely. God, that was good word. You know, uh, John Hargrove has spoken to me in the prophetic realm where he comes up and tells me some things that God's about to do in my life or some things that I need to shift in order to get to where God wants me to go or whatever. Right. That's happened on numerous occasions. Uh, I've, been, I've been involved <laughs> with, uh, let's see, we've been connected since 2007. Mm -hmm. So I know him very, very well. And I know that he walks in the spirit 
and walks with the Lord very closely. And I listen yeah. to what he has to say. Amen. And um, he's a very powerful man. And if you did not get a chance to, if, you, if you're just now joining us and didn't get a chance to be here for that first segment, be sure to come back and watch the archive because that was powerful. And we definitely need to find a time where we can have him come on for an entire show and perhaps even talk to some of you all live on the air. Amen. Uh, there are some major things going on in the world that we need to tell you about through a prophetic lens. Obviously, people are up in arms about World War III and the war that's, that's happening right now and whether or not it is World War III and there's a lot of discussion to be had there. But there's also things going on in Israel with peace talks that maybe a lot of people don't know about that we think you should know about. So we're going to dive off into that and make sure that you see things clearly and have peace about what's coming and not just be freaking out like the news would like you to be. So be sure to stop what you're doing right now and hit the share button, hit the heart icon, comment, let us know where you're watching from or what you think about the first segment or these, these two topics that we're going to be talking about today, World War III or peace. And again, we have open lines at 877 end time, 877-363-8463. So we will be getting into these stories, but before we do one more announcement, uh, don't forget what we're doing with the Jews and the Christians that are in Turkey. They have been displaced entirely. They've lost literally everything that they own in most cases, and we are trying to help them recover. We're personally connected to some uh, uh, a Jewish community there and then to some Christian ministers that are there in Turkey and we um, are, have heard all about their story. Some of them, uh, their parents were buried in the rubble and they personally dug them out. One of them is okay. One of them is in intensive care, but they need our help. We need to be praying for them, of course, but they also need some financial support to get back up on their feet. And we're trying to raise funds for that. We would love to be able to gather together and raise $300,000 with 150 going to the Jewish community and 150,000 going to the Christian community there to be able to help them get reestablished. As you know, when you lose everything, $150,000 is not that much once you start dividing it up amongst, amongst dozens of people. And so um, if we could do that, we feel like it would be a wonderful contribution to help them get reestablished. So if it's on your heart to give to this cause, go to endtime.com slash turkey. You can read more about the specific connections that we have there. And then uh, also um, that's where you can give towards this project or you can call at 800 endtime 800 363 not two threes. All right. Um, all right, so this secret talks between Israel and Palestine, Doug. Mm -hmm. What in the world's happening there? Yeah, so this was news that came out yesterday, Vince. And so we know that up to this point, there hasn't been a lot of talk between the two parties. Uh, when President Trump came in and he did the Abraham Accords, the Palestinians pulled out as soon as he took Jerusalem off the table and said, you know, we're uh, going to recognize Jerusalem as uh, Israel's eternal capital. So uh, the Palestinians kind of pulled out of those talks and decided they didn't want anything to do with it. Well, this report says that they have secretly been meeting with uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, which is huge because it's, it's not just Benjamin Netanyahu and, and some people that are talking there that are pa Palestinian. It's actually the president, uh, Mumat Abbas, uh, who is the guy that we're always talking about, doesn't want to have anything to do with the talks and always says they won't come back. So... <clears throat> this article just talks about that. It talks Secret about, talks for two months. Yeah, so it's been going on even before Netanyahu got his cabinet together. Which, which kind of tells us, like, he's preparing his cabinet, trying to get reelected. Mm -hmm. So let me go behind the scenes and work with Mahmoud Abbas and try to get the Palestinians on board. Yeah. And, you know, pull some strings to get enough votes to be reelected is kind of what it feels like. 
Well, and that may be the case, whatever it took for him to get in there. But because of this, they said they could work with him. Also, the Biden administration, remember, we have uh, reinstated uh, some of the monies that Trump took away from the Palestinians because they wouldn't come to the table. And so now the Biden administration has begun to fund that again. Uh, however, I'll say shortly after they did that, terrorist attacks picked back up with Hamas. Uh, because the funding was there. So that's one of the reasons why uh, President Trump took that funding away to keep them from doing uh, the pay for slay is what they called it, um, you know, techniques. And so that started back up, which is not a good thing. But the good thing here that we're reporting on today is that they're actually talking with uh, Netanyahu and his cabinet about the peace agreement. And one of the things, Vince, that is interesting in the article, they talk about the two-state solution, which we've always uh, taught from Scripture. We see in Matthew uh, 24, 15 through 21 there that there would be a, a, a area there in Judea that would be the uh, state of the Palestinians and that the Jewish minority living there would live there under Palestinian rule and that when the abomination of desolation happens... That's where the Great Tribulation begins. So we've been teaching that for a long time, and this is something that uh, they also talked about in this article along with keeping um, any more progress from happening within those settlements, Vince. So it's, it's interesting. It's a big deal. Uh, it's, it's not something that, you know, I mean, if you didn't understand Bible prophecy, you might look at that and say, oh, they're never going to make peace over there. But when we see things like this, we understand the pieces of the puzzle are beginning to fall into place. Well, and that is, I guess that's important for us because we do see in Scripture that there is a peace treaty that's signed. Mm -hmm. A peace plan will be established. Right. So in spite of how it looks today, doesn't God work that way a lot? Like, you know, <laughs> yes. we're going through hard times in our life and it doesn't feel like God's with us. Yeah. But He is and right. things work out. And, and so in this case, uh, peace between the Jews and the Arabs doesn't feel possible. Right. Trump presented a plan, mm -hmm. and Jared Kushner presented a plan. That plan um, contained four of the five things that the Bible prophesies will be part of this peace treaty that's prophesied for the end time. Mm -hmm. And the fifth thing is interesting to me because um, the peace plan that Trump and Kushner presented, it doesn't say it specifically that there will be a Temple Mount, but it, does, it did say that every religion will be able to worship on the Temple Mount. Uh, I can't remember the exact language, but something like in the appropriate manner or something like that. Right. In well, respect to other religions. So the Jewish religion yeah. would need a Temple Mount. Right. So while it doesn't clearly say that because that would never get signed mm -hmm. or go through, uh, it implies that the Jews would need their temple right. to worship the way that they feel like they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. So that peace plan was actually the closest we've ever seen any peace plan presented. Right. And it just is continuing to build on that. Now that yeah. Netanyahu is back in, it's looking quite interesting. And then to find this out is, yeah, it's very important for us because we see in prophecy that this is coming and, and here it is. It's, right. it's working its way towards what the Bible said would happen. Yeah, and, and so also remember too, Vince, the resolution that the UN passed, the 2334, about those settlements. That was one of the things where they, they hold whoever's... Uh, building in those settlements as war criminals, basically, and they want that stopped. Well, now another article that came out is Netanyahu says they will not authorize any new settlements 
in those areas. So he's coming around where before Netanyahu's made remarks like he wouldn't stop that. He would allow that to continue to go on. Now he's saying they're not going to authorize any of those. So What, what is that implying to you? That's implying to me that he's saying the government is not going to be in support of those, of any new settlements coming in there. So the settlements that are there, they will recognize. I think there's nine different settlements there that they, that they recognize. And remember what that agreement talked about, Vince. It talked about zones, these different zones. Yeah, not and, a map that was yeah, an, eerie. A, yeah, impressive map because it, it matched up with prophecy of what we knew was going to happen. So yeah. anyway, those, those settlements that are there now, they're not going to allow any new ones to come in, but they're going to allow those to stay. And like we've talked about before, they'll be able to stay there in this uh, Palestinian-ran state as the minority in a Palestinian-ran area. So, uh, and, and, of course, that map's still into place, so there's going to be exit routes for these people to try to get out if something happens. And we know something's going to happen. Because that's where the Great Tribulation is going to begin. Well, that is, it, so these settlements are in Judea. Yes. And Jesus is the one that said, let those which be in Judea flee. Absolutely. And there's not a lot of people telling the Jews about this. Right. And they're in Judea. Yeah. But End we're going to tell them. We, we are and we <laughs> yeah. have. We, you know, we've already sent a magazine to every home in Judea. I think it was early 2000s for yeah. that. And we plan to do that again. And we are going to... Uh, make sure that they are aware to the best of our ability in every single way possible, whether it be direct mail, social media, whatever it's going to take, we are going to do it to warn them um, about what's coming. Now, Doug, the Abraham Accords, mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about with Trump, Trump's peace plan. That's part of that. Right. Are we saying that the Abraham Accords is the peace plan that the Bible prophesied about in Daniel 9, that covenant? It, it isn't in and of itself. Now, it could be pieces of that, but the, the main factor that's got to be there is this agreement between the Palestinians and the Israelis. Because those two peoples, Vince, you know that they both claim that land is theirs. Part of that covenant is going to be the covenant that is Israel's right to exist in the land. So when God told Abraham that they would uh, have the land from the river in Egypt to the great river Euphrates, that's this disputed area, or not disputed area, but that's Israel. That's where Israel's supposed to be. Well, now modern day Israel is a lot smaller in that area. So what this is going to be about is Israel's right to exist in that area, to have Jerusalem as their capital, but also the Palestinians want Jerusalem as their uh, capital. And we know that that's what the Battle of Armageddon will be over at the end when Jesus comes back because Scripture tells us in Zechariah uh, chapter 14, 1 and 2, that that's where the battle uh, happens and half of the city will fall at that point. So we know Israel controls Jerusalem all the way up to the Battle of Armageddon and then they'll lose half of the city. Well, that's what the Palestinians want right now. They want half of Jerusalem as their capital and we don't see that happening with this agreement. So that covenant in Daniel 9 has not occurred yet. Right. Which means the final seven years has not begun yet. Absolutely. So we're talking about the Abraham Accords and the peace plan that Trump and Kushner put, presented. Mm -hmm. That's not the peace plan. It, well, first of all, it was never agreed to. The, the, that specific peace plan was never agreed to. Yeah. But the Abraham Accords portions, that's not the final seven years, the beginning of the final right. seven years like Prophet yeah, that, that did not start the final seven years. However, it can still be part of that because remember, he makes a covenant with many for one seven. So many people are involved in this. So could that be part of it? 
Yeah, but it's not there yet. It has to be the Palestinians and the Israelis making this agreement. Israel has to be given permission to build her temple and they have to share that temple mount. So all those things are talked about in that accord, but the Palestinians and the Israelis are the key factor to that starting the final seven years. Well, if nothing else, it's a good launching pad for the future peace plan that will occur. Like, Absolutely. Great documentation there that's, that's very helpful for all sides. We've seen how many people have signed into this Abraham Accords thing, yeah. how many people are on board with what Trump and Kushner did and the whole team there. Right. And so we see it forming and it's getting closer and we see the red heifers that are right. nearing the, the appropriate age in Jerusalem and Nine we them, see man. all these things yeah. happening. It's like we can just talk about peace and get excited, but when right. we start looking at all the different factors, it's like, hey, yeah. are we in the end time? <laughs> Yeah, and absolutely. that's why we're motivated to tell people, you know, you need to be born again. You yeah. need to be um, growing in discipleship. You need to be plugged in in a local church. All these things are true. You need to be telling your friends and family about what's happening in the world and tell them about Jesus and all this stuff mm -hmm. because the end time is now. We're motivated to help you every way that we can. God has called end time ministries to be guides to people all around the world and help them grow in discipleship, help them get connected into a local body of believers and uh, grow in discipleship and tell others about him. And so that's what we are called to do. And it's because the end time is now. Okay, yeah. Doug. So a lot of people say this peace treaty thing is going to happen after the rapture. And none of these Christians, none of these believers will be here on the earth. Right. So if this could be the peace plan, does that mean the rapture might happen tonight? Not according to Scripture. <laughs> And not according to our view on it, too, most certainly. But according to Scripture, when Jesus tells us in Matthew 24, okay, Vince, when he says, when you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. He's, he goes on through that Scripture. Then he says, then there shall be great tribulation such as never was before, nor will there ever be. So he tells us that. And then in verse 29 of the same book, as Jesus is continuing talking, he says, and immediately after the tribulation of those days. That's when he sends his angels to gather his elect. The rapture will happen at the end of the tribulation, at the end of that final seven years. We will see that abomination of desolation. Remember, Paul also told us in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, he told us that the coming of the Lord would not happen until the man of sin be revealed, sitting in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So he, all those things we have to factor in to see the whole understanding of, of what the picture looks like and to see where the rapture actually happens. Yeah, but we don't know the day or the season. Right. You're absolutely right. And so we have to be watching for the signs. And He's going to come as a thief in the night. So why can't it be tonight? <laughs> yeah, well, we can have a whole lesson on that one day. We actually, we have. So, yes, he's going to come for <laughs> so a thief I, should, in I need the to night. go to End Time Plus and That's watch right. it. <laughs> He'll come as a thief in the night for those who are not looking for him. But we're not children of the night, the Bible tells us. We are children of the day. And so we, we don't have to wonder about those things. We'll see them happening. So the rapture's not happening tonight. Right. You're also saying it's not even happening this year. Right. You're saying it's not even happening in the next seven years. Yeah. All right. So I can have a little bit of peace about that because I grew up scared. Not there was sometimes I was scared, but <laughs> I was raised around that ain't happening tonight. But right. I, you know, people are scared about that. So yeah. uh, we can have peace about that. Absolutely. We'll be right back after this break. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is eight seven seven end time eight seven seven three six three eight four six three.
The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to End Time. Ben Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Again, if you missed the first segment, if you're just now joining us, be sure to go to watch.endtime.com and watch the archive. It'll, it'll post a little bit after the show ends. And so uh, we had um, Pastor John Hargrove on the first segment with us to talk about the revival that's in the land today. He is a prophet who I have known for nearly two decades. I trust him wholeheartedly. And uh, we had a great time with him, Doug. I know he's mm-hmm. spoken to both of our lives, and uh, we certainly appreciate him taking the time to join us. It just so happened that he was on his way here. He called us, um, I don't know, it was close to 2.30, and we were like, we should have him on the show. Yeah. And we both felt like that was the right thing to do, and so we did. So yeah, we tried to be spirit-led, Yeah. and uh, he was willing, so we're yeah. thankful for that. Now, Absolutely. we're talking about this World War III thing and this peace thing. I don't know how much more you want to talk about peace, but before we do, I want to make sure everyone remembers to go to endtime.com slash turkey. And then also we have a tour that's coming up for Israel. Dave and Jana will be going on it, and Doug and Tina, Doug's wife Tina, will be there as well. Um, so it's going to be a great time, and you're going to get to have some exclusive time. Apparently they have a little breakfast club that they go to at 6.30 a.m. is the time that I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dave and Doug go down for breakfast in the hotel and they just hang out with you. They're going to have dinner with you. You're going to have lunch with you. They're going to ride on the bus with you. It's going to be two weeks with Dave and Doug. <laughs> Boy, wow. the more I say that, the less fun it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it will be awesome. The totally Sons kidding. of Thunder will be there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, man, I, I'm having to control myself. Because I know. I know. <laughs> uh, that could go so many uh, different ways in the conversation. but. Uh, it's going to be a great time. There are close to 30 spots left available, so go to endtime.com slash tour to reserve your spot to go hang out with Dave and Doug and their spouses um, for a couple of weeks in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can call 800-END-TIME and ask for Jana or Brittany to learn more about that. We do have open lines, 877-END-TIME is the number to join us, 877-363-8463. Doug, what else do we know 
What else do we need to know about this secret peace talks that, that's going on? Well, there's not a whole lot more that we even know about it right now. We're just going to have to wait and watch that and see how all that goes. But it's it, very encouraging that they are having the talks. And uh, it's something when, when it's been happening in secret, that makes it even that much more exciting because it's something that we, we don't even know exactly what all they've discussed. But it will be interesting to watch that develop. So... Uh, I, I really, I, I want to get to the World War III part, though, because some of this stuff is, like Brother Johnny said before, this is mind-boggling. Uh, so it, sometimes you just wonder what's going on in the world. So I, I want to get to this and, and move quickly through this. Well, there's a clip that I guess yeah. we want to start with, mm -hmm. so let's check that out. Okay. Okay, so the president is... Uh is over now um and uh he's in ukraine and um wow uh we are going to be there indefinitely it seems here is uh president biden about the money going to ukraine cut 11 please and to deliver much needed humanitarian assistance as well as food water medicine shelter and other aid to ukrainians displaced by russia's war and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. <clears throat> it's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, wait. something in their pocket. Wait, wait, what? It's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe. Okay, so wait, so wait, so wait, so wait, so wait. So, wait. so we're sending, um, what, money for food shortages all around the world, all around the world, we're also paying Ukraine's pensions. Social Security is on the ropes here, and we're now paying the Ukrainian pension fund. Did you approve this? Because I didn't. Have we even discussed this? This is the first time I've heard it. That's my money and your money, our country, our children's lives at stake here. And nobody seems to be talking about it at all. Doesn't matter. When you when you listen to what they said over the weekend, this is the um, uh, foreign minister from Ukraine. What is victory? Cut one. But for us, there is a, a short notion of victory, and that's full restoration of Ukraine's territorial integrity. Okay, not going to happen. And there is a long victory, Crimea. which includes compensations for the damage inflicted, accountability for perpetrators of crimes, um, and most importantly, Russia must change. Okay, may I just say, mm. we are repeating to the letter World War I. The elites, the Fabian socialists, got together with all of the big socialists in the, uh, in the West, and they all got together and said, you know, if we kind of push this along, it'll be a quick war and we'll be able to collapse all of the old regimes and uh, and and we'll be and we'll be great and we'll have this new utopian world. So what happened? Well, it wasn't quick. It killed millions, changed the history of of Europe. It did collapse some of the old empires if that's what you were excited about, but at what cost? And then at the end, what did they do? The same people who started the war got together and said, now we're going to punish Germany and we're going to make them pay. 
and we want all the land that they claim is theirs. And we're going to take it. And they're going to pay us. And what did that do? Set up World War II. We're doing the same thing. Exactly the same thing. And the people were not for the war. In fact, they elected a president who said, if you elect me for a second term, I will not send your boys into war. And what did he do? He waited a full three, six months. What was it, Stu? Do you remember? Before Woodrow Wilson sent all our boys to war. We have got to wake up. By the way, Lindsey Graham, he's now saying that we have to send fighters. We got to send the jets. We have to send the jets. Really? Because Putin has just said, that's our final straw. If you put Western jets in Ukraine, that is the final straw. So, Vince, there's a lot there just in that, that clip. And some of the things that are driving me kind of crazy is that we know that Russia is, has got to change. And what did they say in that video? Russia's got to change. What do they want with this? Is this about regime change? Because we know that in Revelation chapter 13, verse 1 and 2, that the feet of the bear are in that world government. Well, right now, it's the world government basically against the bear. And so we're watching this happen, and it's like, is this, is this really about what's going on in the Ukraine, or is this about regime change there and getting Putin out of there? Well, now we've got Lindsey Graham saying that we need to send in the fighter jets. And uh, that in itself is like, why are we sending jets to the Ukraine? Are we going to train their guys to fly these jets? Is this going to be the start of the U.S. against Russia now? Because now they're fighting with U.S. jets and we're training their pilots. Are, are they going to be manned by our pilots? Who knows what's going to happen? But it's interesting because you, you've got you know, a, a major news show there with Glenn Beck talking about this. And the other thing, I mean, this is just besides the money situation where our president hasn't even gone to Ohio with this huge train derailment that pumped this poisonous gas in the air and people can't even drink the water or live in the area anymore. He hasn't gone to visit any of those people, but he's flown over to the Ukraine and he's going to give billions of dollars away to the Ukrainian people so they have a little bit of money in their pocket. Trillions, I think, right? Yeah, <laughs> Are we there so. yet? Yeah. So... What's this have to do with the prophesied World War III? Is there any connections that can be made today? Well, of course, like Glenn Beck kind of connected some dots with what's going on. It's, you know, we can see a, a parallel between what was going on during World War I and what actually caused World War II. And then we're looking at the same type of scenario where they're allowing this to continue to build up. And you wonder, or at least I do, I don't know, Vince, uh, we hadn't talked a whole lot about it, but why are they pushing for war and not peace? Why are they not going to Putin and saying, hey, let's get to a negotiating table here and figure this out and stop all this madness? Instead, they're going, let's just pump more and more money into this and keep this, this fuel going into this war machine and crank it up. I mean, that to me is insanity. Why are people not saying this is insane? I don't understand. Well, so, we're not seeing everything clearly. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's exactly what it is. You know, you and I can't see everything clearly. Right. Um, there's things happening that I think would surprise everyone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
and you know I'm in no position to, to even share my hot take on that because oh, I can't come prove on, it. Come on now. Well, you know, I'm going to try to stick to what we can prove. <laughs> okay. And I enjoy good conspiracy. You know, I have chickens that stop laying eggs for a little while. I do know that. So that alone puts me in the uh, conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist per se, but that I, I enjoy uh, hearing people out on their takes. I hear you. Nonetheless. Me that, too. It's neither here that. nor there. Right. There's things occurring, no doubt. I think everyone would would agree to this. There's yeah. things happening behind the scenes um, that we don't know about right. that is fueling what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And like we've talked about so many times with uh, Russia being the feet of the bear. Now, this is something that, that we get to see right. that Fox News or any mainstream media, they're not looking at it through this lens. They don't realize that there's a world government beast that was prophesied in the book of Revelation, mm -hmm. and the feet of this beast was the, it's bare feet. Right. And we know that that bear is Russia, mm -hmm. and they happen to be the feet of this world government system. So they're not seeing things the way that we're able to see them, similar to when people saw Jesus come the first time. They were looking for certain signs. A lot of people missed it. There's going to be a yeah. lot of people that miss what's going on here. Absolutely. So with that lens, mm -hmm. I can see this and how... I mean, I guess there's a few options for what's going to happen to Russia. Regardless of that route, they're going to fall in line with the world government system. Yeah, we know from Scripture they will. We just don't know how we're going to get there. Right. And, of course, you know, our take on, on this, too, the other thing is that we see these threats going back and forth. But the thing is, is, is what, um, you know, Lindsey Graham is saying, let's send these planes in. Russia's saying, if America does that, this is the last straw. This is the red line. Do not cross. But Lindsey Graham is putting this out on social media and all kinds of things, trying to encourage it. Uh, and that's what just amazes me, is that instead of moving toward peace, we're saying, hey, let's, let's push Russia. Let's poke the bear. And remember, Russia has nuclear weapons, and they also have allies like China, uh, two countries that really aren't that fond of the United States are Russia and China, especially right now. And so we're telling China, you better not send any aid to Russia. At the same time, we're pumping the Ukraine with all kinds of war weapons. Uh, I don't know if you're ready for this. Are you ready to go to the video of our president? I or? will go wherever you want to go. Well, let's, let's go ahead and show the video of Biden and what no, we don't have time. Okay, we're going to have to come back to that after the break. I'm sorry. It's over our time. So let's just talk about it for a second. We're going to show you a video. At least you got a smile out of it. I know, so. and that never happens. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to show a video when we come back from break, and then I guess we'll be going to the calls. But the video is very interesting because the president tells you what signs would be World War Three. That was 11 months ago. Yeah. And we'll see what he's doing now. Absolutely which is oddly interesting based off of what he said 11 months ago. It is. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. 
Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-ENDTIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to In Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877 In Time. Give us a call. We're talking about World War III or peace. Which one will happen next? Doug, I don't know that, that that's been answered yet. No. We're 44 minutes in and we have not answered this question. Right. Which one happens next? I don't know, Vince. It doesn't tell us in Scripture, so I can't say for sure. But it sure is fun watching it, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't know about that. But uh, <laughs> if you had to guess. Yeah. The way that things appear, I mean, it, it seems like we would see that war happen first, in all honesty, and then out of that war, when you have one-third of mankind uh, killed, that out of that, a peace treaty would come, that people would be tired of war. But we don't know that for certain because Scripture just doesn't tell us. I mean, uh, you know, if they got a peace treaty right now and, and Israel started putting a temple on the Temple Mount, it could enrage the Iranians and they could come down and attack Israel and cause the whole thing to happen who knows, but I mean, the war drums are definitely beating. So we are definitely in Matthew 24, no doubt. Not to uh, desensitize it, but with a third of mankind dying, yeah. that's quite the negotiation tool to get this peace treaty done. Yeah. So yeah, we is. always have thought that that war would happen first, mm -hmm. but then there's been a few times where this peace treaty gets so close and we're like, well, it could be the peace treaty. I mean, that yeah. doesn't make sense to us, but God's going to do whatever God does. And, um, you know, while we think the war happens first, like you said, the Bible doesn't clearly say. Yeah. So we can't clearly say yet either. But that's also why we're watching these two things so much, Vince, because we know that they're just running parallel there in Scripture. And we know these are the next two big things that are going to occur. And so when there's so much talk about it, we can't help but talk about it because it's in the media every day. They're talking about it every single day. Does Biden think that it'll be peace or World War III next? Has he taken a stance? Well, I, let's watch this video and see what he says. Good idea. Okay. As we pride this support to Ukraine, we're going to continue to stand together with our allies in Europe and send an unmistakable message that we will defend every inch of NATO territory, every single inch, with a united, galvanized NATO. One movement. That's why I moved over 12,000 American forces along the borders with Russia, Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania, Romania, etc., because they move once. Granted, if we respond, it is World War III, but we have a sacred obligation on NATO territory, a sacred obligation, Article 5, and we will not, although we will not fight the Third World War in Ukraine. Putin's war against Ukraine was never be a victory. Democrats are rising to meet the moment, relying, rallying the world on the side of peace and security. We're showing the strength and we'll never falter. But look, the idea 
the idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains uh, going in with American pilots and American crews, just understand, and uh, don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say, that's called World War III. So when was that? That was 11 months ago. Okay. Now, make it plain for us, Doug. What's he saying? So he's basically saying that if we start sending tanks and planes into the region with our pilots, so you got to give him that. He said with Americans manning these, that that would be World War Three. That so, was in March of 2022. Yeah, and so 11 months ago, shortly after this began to happen. Another thing that he said in that video, Vince, he said that he's put... Uh, soldiers on the border of Russia and all these other states on the border of Russia. But yet we leave our borders wide open and we're being invaded every single day. So it, none of what he says makes sense. But when he said that if we start sending tanks in there and we start sending planes in there, uh, make no mistake, that's World War III. Well, what have we done? We've sent Bradley fighting vehicles in there. So those are tanks. And now Lindsey Graham's calling for sending the planes. And Russia says if you do that... That's the last straw. What do you think Russia means by that? Does I mean, that mean we're going to be at war with Russia? I mean, we're helping the Ukrainians by sending all this equipment and training these pilots. What's the difference between having a Ukrainian fly a United States Air Force plane and having an American fly it if we're the ones giving it to them and training them how to use it against Russia? Well, there's a lot of people that would argue that because we've been supplying so much to Ukraine that we are in that war, mm -hmm. even if we aren't physically in that war. Right. Um, so that's an interesting perspective. Now, like we've said, you know, from Bible prophecy, we're not ready to proclaim this as World War III at this point. Right. But things are developing quickly. And we'll know a lot more as the days go by. And, right. you know, there's been a lot of prophecies like this where we go, here's what the Bible says. Here's what's happening in the world. It's kind of looking a lot like that. But until things happen that are more specific according to Scripture, yeah. we can't really take a stance on it. And, you know, one of the reasons why we say that, Vince, is because we see that those four spirits are loosed from the Euphrates River region. And so that's why we believe that that's where that war will emanate. And so one of the things that you heard Biden say there is that we won't be fighting World War III in the Ukraine. So where will we be fighting World War III from? That's my question. What is he saying? We'll be attacking Russia or will this happen, you know, somewhere else? But he says it won't happen in the Ukraine. So we, we don't believe that it will either. We believe that this, you know, is going to happen in a different region. But all the players that will be involved in this, are probably now beginning to be involved. You got China saying we're going to send aid to Russia. America saying you better not. Or NATO saying you better not. Even the European countries are telling China not to do that. But yet all these European countries and the West are sending uh, supplies to Ukraine. So. Interesting times. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. And I think we're ready to go to the phones. Let's do it. All right, let's go to Vicki in Florida. Vicki, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello. Hi, Vicki. Mm -hmm. We're here. Um, I'm so good to. T I'm so glad to talk to you too. Um, I listen to you every day. It's just wonderful. But I wanted to Thank just you. mention one thing that I don't know if you've seen the interview between Colonel Doug McGregor and Stephen Gardner. And Colonel Doug McGregor has been on Tucker Carlson several times. And he's a great military guy. And if you guys listen 
to that interview, you can go on YouTube and listen to it. He explains exactly what's going on between Ukraine and Russia and the United States. Who, we got Doug McGregor and who else? It's Doug McGregor. He's Colonel Doug McGregor and Stephen Gardner. I think it's G-A-R-D-N-E-R, Gardner. Got it. It's an interview that he did with Colonel Doug McGregor, and it's on YouTube. I, I've watched it maybe three times because it's just so interesting about what he says. You guys have got to listen to it. It's just fabulous. I've got and the interview pulled up now. Exactly what's going on between Ukraine and Russia. You know, we can't get the truth from the teeth from our, you know, administration. Right. We, we just can't, you know. I mean, they, Vicki, I've got the interview pulled up now, and I've shared it with Doug, so we have it, so we appreciate you calling in and sharing oh, that. Oh, do you really? I oh, do. Bless your we'll heart. check it out. We'll, we'll check it out. Guys, and, and I love you guys in Christ, and mm -hmm. thank you so much. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you, Vicki. God bless you. God bless you. you. All right, let's go to Kentucky. Zachary's watching there. Zachary, welcome to End Time. Praise the Lord. How are you all? We're well. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Um, my question was, I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about something you had mentioned before, but I know that the Third World War emanates from the Euphrates region, but do you think that it would be possible that... Iran's part in something like that could be the supplication of like missiles or drones to another nation like Russia. Zachary, I think anything's possible right now with this, honestly, uh, because of like we were talking about just before uh, with all the players that are involved in this right now, uh, we're seeing the major players of the world and some from that region. You, you know, unrest has been going on there for many years now, ever since, uh, you know, September 11th. When, that, when all that happened, that started like the war that lots of people say that World War III has been going on ever since 9-11. But we, we get to that region and you see the uh, instability that's going on in that region. Well, all these players have been there. America's been there. China's been there. Russia's been there. Iran's been there. So all of these nations have their their foot on the ground there at some point in time and so with russia being allies with china and iran and iran supplying drones that are attacking in the ukraine and things like that anything could be possible at this point we just we we look at the scriptures in revelation chapter 9 and we look at that and we try to decipher that and see what we believe is going to happen there and it appears that because those spirits are released from that area that'll be where the war starts but who's to say that something hasn't already happened there that's kind of triggered the events that we're seeing we just don't know for sure but that's what right. we believe from that prophecy that that's where it'll start well that answers my question i appreciate it all thank right you, thank you zachary god bless you zachary you. so doug does that mean that that war happens, I mean, the rapture will be coming soon. That again. Is somebody asking that question? Of course. <laughs> that World War Three. We'll be no, raptured before that happens. No, no, that six trumpet war is, is gonna happen uh, before the tribulation starts. It's, it's gonna happen before that final seven years, probably. Uh, but it could happen, you know, like we said, 
before. It could happen after that peace agreement's done. But we know it happens before the Great Tribulation because of uh, the information that we have from chapter 9 to chapter 10 to chapter 11. And so uh, we understand that it happens before that time. And no, we, we talked about the rapture and the timing of that. And we have many teachings on that that people can go back and watch if they need to understand that. Today. Go to watch.endtime.com, search for rapture or second coming or Great Tribulation, and you'll find lots of content on End Time Plus. Uh, you can download that app on all the major app network uh, um, applications or go to watch.endtime.com. We have time for one more quick call. Joe from New York, you've got about 40 seconds or so, so welcome okay, to the show. I could not possibly say what's on my mind in the next 40 hours, <laughs> but I love you guys. You look beautiful. Just keep this in mind. We who have Holy Spirit, we have the truth revealed to us. Everybody else, especially the president, don't know what they're doing. The president's track record tells me he's a liar and a fool. But we know that this, this, all these people, all these world leaders are being manipulated by Satan. There's stuff that we are knowing about, and there's stuff that we don't know about. But us that know and love the Lord, that have Holy Spirit, we got to keep stepping back and let Holy Spirit put the pieces together. Because in reality, to me, we're already in the Great War. Stick to the Scriptures. When those four angels are loosed, that doesn't tell us that it's the beginning of a war. It just tells us about a total of death. Mm -hmm. So the war could have already started. Those elitists at Devos... They want to kill as many people as they can. They think the population of the world is too much. So behind the scenes, Satan is manipulating all these elitists and these world leaders who all are liars. They lie to each other, and we're seeing, we're seeing all the pieces of the puzzle come together, and we don't have all the information. So that, I'll end it up with that. I love you guys. Stick to the scriptures. Keep telling everybody to study the prophecies. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. You all heard it first on the Joe Show. So <laughs> there you go. There you go, Doug. How do we wrap yeah. this up? I think we need to wrap it up by going back to what we opened the show up with. There's great revival that's Absolutely. beginning to happen, and we know that's going to happen in Scripture. And so get in a place of prayer where it's just you and God, and revival can happen in your life. It can happen on your car ride home. Yeah. It can happen today for you. Go to endtime.com. There's thousands of hours of content available for free to you today. Go to watch.endtime.com and there's the same amount of videos there for you. So check that out. We'll be back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.